Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Team, I want to tell you something. When people get delivered, when people get touched, when people are bound up and they begin to discover the goodness of God, they will beg God never to leave them in that place again. This is Pastor Brad Morgan from New Life Beginnings Church. I want to minister the next couple times on uh, healing and uh, deliverance. I've found that God is a God that heals and God is also a God that delivers. Psalms 107 verse 20 says, He sent His word and healed me and delivered me from all my destructions. There you see those two things in that verse. He sent his word and healed me and delivered me from all my destructions. So the destructions, the the broken places in our lives will cause us to come to a place where we need healing. And God has provided healing in the word. Actually, God has provided healing on the cross when Jesus died on the cross. He not only died for our sins, but he died for our sicknesses. And so uh, if you have your Bible, if you'll open up to Mark chapter 5, it says, Then they came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gadarenes. And when he had come out of a boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit, who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no one could bind him, not even with change. Uh, that's that's interesting to me. It starts out, it says this is a man. And uh, even though this man was was demon-possessed, the scripture still, still notices him as a man. He was a man, and he had his dwelling among the tombs. In other words, death and hopelessness was a part of his life. They couldn't tame him. They couldn't bind him, not with, not even with chains. Because he had often been bound with shackles and chains, and the chains had been pulled apart by him, and the shackles broken in pieces, neither could anyone tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying out and cutting himself with stones. That's very interesting to me. It says he was crying out. And I want to tell you something today. There's people that are crying out. They're in such bondage in their lives. But we see also this example of cutting. This is a problem today in the world, people cutting on themselves, self-mutilation. He was cutting himself with stones. He was crying out, and he was cutting himself. I, I remember uh, before I had the nervous breakdown, I was crying out to God. I used to lay on the floor and just cry to God, cry to God to to come and to to touch me and to change me and, and to change my self-image and 
that caused me to like myself because I knew that was wrong. I had the operation of the enemy in my life, but I was crying out. Verse 5, when he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshipped him. I love that. When he saw Jesus from afar. This so struck me about this man that even though this man had an unclean spirit, he he still loved Jesus. And he cried out with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I implore you by God that you do not torment me. So now the unclean spirit is talking through the man. For he said to him, Come out of the man, unclean spirit. Then he asked him, What is your name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. And this is what the enemy wants to do in a person's life. The enemy wants to so work in a person's life that that person is known by his problem, by his uh, addiction. I know in, in Alcoholics Anonymous, they'll have people get up and say, I am so-and-so, and I am an alcoholic. And I want to tell you something. You might have a battle with an addiction. You might have a battle with a drug addiction, uh, addiction in alcohol but you are not, not defined by that addiction. You are defined by who you are. And uh, also he begged him earnestly that he would not send him out of the country. Now a large herd of swine was feeding there near the mountain. So all the demons begged him saying, send us to the swine that we may enter him. And at once Jesus gave them permission. Then the unclean spirits went out and entered the swine. There was about 2,000. And the herd ran violently down the steep place into the sea and drowned in the sea. So those who fed the swine fled, and they told it in the city and in the country. And they went out to see what it was that had happened. I want to tell you something. Whenever Jesus confronts the works of darkness, there'll be people that'll come out to see what has happened. Then they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon-possessed and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right man, right mind, and they were afraid. That That is a sad verse. Here's this man that has this mind. I, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where it seemed like the enemy was trying to take your mind. I was in that situation one day. The enemy was trying to take my mind. And actually, there was a while where he had control uh, of my mind and I was I was not there and uh, I remember as uh, they did 12 shock treatments on me and I began to walk out of that of that bondage the first year I was so grateful and there would be times that I would just weep I would weep to God because I knew even though there was still a lot of brokenness and mess in my life, I knew that I could think. I knew that I could think clearly. I knew that I had my mind back. He was sitting and clothed, and he was in his right mind. Boy, that's something. He was sitting and clothed. You know, people to, people get you see, the people were so used to him being bound. They were so used to being him being in the tombs. But now he's sitting, he's clothed, and in his right mind, and they don't know what to do with him. And those who saw it told 
them how it happened to him who had been demon-possessed and about the swine. Then they began to plead with him to depart from their region. Boy, that is so sad. They begged Jesus to leave the region. And when he got into the boat, he who had been demon-possessed begged him that he might be with him. I want to tell you something. When people get delivered, when people get touched, when people are about, are bound up and they begin to discover the goodness of God, they will beg God never to leave them in that that place again. However, Jesus did not permit it, but said to him, Go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he has had compassion on you. And he departed and began to proclaim in Decapolis all that Jesus had done for him and all marbled. See, Jesus wouldn't stay. That's an amazing verse to me that Jesus did not stay. Jesus did not stay because he was not welcome. It, it said he went home and, and told his friends, but I had someone at our church when I was teaching on that told me, said, uh, you know, his friends were probably other people that were dwelling in the tombs. There was probably other people that were bound that were dwelling in the tombs. And he started telling them what Jesus had done. And they were all marveled. They marveled at, at what Jesus had done in this, in this man. And so they must have thought if Jesus could do it in this man, I wonder, could Jesus do that in me? So here you see a, you see a man, a man who was a demon-possessed. But yet, he desired to have a relationship with God. He was so possessed of the devil that he was known by that possession. Uh, I remember when they called my wife and, and told her, said, if you don't get him out of the hospital, if you don't get him out of the Rust State Hospital, he's going to be institutionalized. He's going to stay there the rest of his life. And uh, she came and and uh, she she got me out and you know the the amazing thing was uh, several years later i had the opportunity to go back to the rust state hospital and when i went back to the rust state hospital i didn't actually go inside i thought i was going to get to go inside but i ended up speaking at the church but there was such an oppression there was such an oppression of the enemy on those grounds and so I, I couldn't believe that I lived at that place, but I lived at that place at the Rust State Hospital for several months. That's the place where, where people will be institutionalized. Some people might never get out, but God made a way. Uh, you might know someone that's in a situation where it doesn't look like they'll ever get out. There might be someone in your family where it looks like they'll they'll never change, but See, one day they can hear about Jesus. They can discover that, that Jesus wants to change them, that Jesus wants to set them free, and they can come into contact. And the thing that opened this whole thing is when that man began to worship Jesus. There's something about worshiping God. There's something about just honoring him as God. There's something about just telling him you are you are welcome you are welcome 
in this place. You are welcome in this house. You are Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.